0: Amazon is getting greedier and greedier. And it's not a surprise that Amazon is greedy. (laughs) Not a surprise at all, but here's the thing. They want to own everything that you have. Hence, they want their employees, guys, to use their stock to purchase a home. Wait a minute, something ain't right. That's right, I'm not making this up. This is a horrible, horrible idea for Amazon employees. Just don't do it. Interrupt. Scheduled program for this special report.
1: Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama!
0: It's showtime. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Today, we're gonna talk about the Amazon Pain Forest. Housing in America. How Amazon's taken over. And other places, you know, Blood Blackstone, whatnot. They're going to phase you out and buy your house and then rent it back to you, probably. Oh, at a markup. <laughs> yeah, like high as fuck.
1: High. Like <clears throat> like, <clears throat> like
0: Smokey from uh Scary Movie Too High. Like Snoop Dogg high. Yeah. Like like high as fuck. So I mean this isn't like a set in stone thing yet but it's getting there. Amazon has a vested interest in your house among other companies.
1: So, part of what they're doing is uh, a program they're piloting called the Equity Unlocker. Right. Yeah. So they realized that um large company, uh, you know, Blackstone or whatever, was seeing that 1% of their home loans were going towards Amazon employees market they want to look into mm-hmm. so uh amazon opened up this equity unlocker program which will allow you to put a home loan down payment based off of your stocks in the company because instead of paying you higher wages they're just going to give you you know have a piece of the pie but when they do yeah. this they're only marketing your stock value on that day that you apply for this loan at 50 percent of its value the reasoning is that oh well you could just take out the money or, you know, invest this in whatever other trades, interest rates, but your mortgage might be, you know, come flexible. So they'll lock you in, but only at 50% of the worth of whatever stocks you own, which is dismal.
0: Not to mention that it's their stock. Right. So they actually wrote this down because I thought this was extremely, like, what the fuck. They're, they're turning you into a slave to them. So... <laughs> the Amazon slave owners is what I wrote.
1: Uh, yeah, how do you quit your job when your boss owns your fucking house?
0: You're right. Yeah, they're locking you in to work for them forever at this wage and like never get it. Ra- well, we, we, we got your house.
1: Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what the turnover rate is like statistically, but uh, I've got a buddy that works at Amazon. It's high. From everything yeah. that I've heard, it, it's substantial turnover at Amazon because they burn the people out. Yeah, they wake you work like a
0: million hours, and uh, I mean, we were just talking about it a few minutes ago, like, how many, uh, at least in Florida, I don't know, but like, Amazon trucks run like, all night long, and at first, I was like, yeah, maybe they got like, shifts or something, no, that's the same guy that was there like 7 o'clock in the morning, I actually asked, dude, like, did you come in at like, 11, (laughs) and he's like, no, dude, I've been here since seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like,
1: Whoa. yeah, a lot of these no. companies base their, uh, all of their like working overhead and wages at the overtime. They're expecting a shit ton of overtime. So, right. you know, 18, 20 year old kid can't get a job most elsewhere, but now he has the independence to go drive a truck. Cool. Little Amazon van, make deliveries. You buy yourself, listen to music, blah, blah, blah.
0: Sounds um, good. But it yeah, sucks. sounds
1: good at 17, 18 bucks an hour. Then, oh gee, overtime! Oh, you're gonna get a whole thirty dollars an hour. Uh, I'm
0: good. I'd rather just make thirty dollars an hour straight time. Yeah. So they're basically, well, at least Blackstone anyway. They're like a huge real estate company, and uh, they're waiting for the bubble to pop. You know, to pop, and and then they're they already raised like thirty billion dollars to buy up a bunch of
1: houses. It's, it's basically gonna look like the balloon from it. Yeah yeah so just blood everywhere,
0: pretty much Amazon pain forest, so they're going to buy up all your houses and then rent them back to you at you know three four percent five percent higher than what you
1: already pay well, let's be fair, like they're estimating uh again estimate, but it's between point two five to two point five percent points above the normal market rate well, that's a uh, Blackstone, but Amazon,
0: I mean, we're talking 10% on those, like, stock loans. Right. They can be upward of 10%.
1: On this on this Home Equity Unlocker program, so this is an independent of uh, Blackstone uh, just by Amazon owning your house. Um, so it's 0.25 to 2.5% above. Looking at historic 30-year mortgage rates, back in 1980, we were peaking at, like, 18%, which is Absolute insanity. The yep. people were almost able to afford it back then. Uh drop down in the two thousands, twenty years later, you can like eight and a half, nine percent, drop down twenty fifteen, right? Historic lows, we're at like four to five percent. Um and then twenty twenty because of COVID, right? The market shift basically all of the largest uh like they were trying to incentivize homeowners mm-hmm. and like actual civilians to purchase homes right so the mortgage rates dropped down to like three percent so with that you'd be looking back up around five percent shifting up to 2023 now because we we know this personally we had an employee was trying to buy a house every time that something came up on the market within three days week tops his dream home had already been bought up by someone cash down right the yeah. only motherfuckers that were putting cash down Big are corporations, right. right? Trusts and you know hedge funds and everything like that, right? Asset mm-hmm. brokers, real estate brokers. So all of that power shifted from the civilian, the actual you and me homeowners, back to the large corporations and trusts in order to sell right back to us or make it a rental home mm-hmm. and hike up the rates. Now we're back up to about 7%, 8%. So they'd be looking at around a 10% interest rate, which hasn't been that high since 1990. Right. And uh, now there's a government
0: thing starting May 1st um, that if you have good credit, you have to pay like 1% higher to help uh, people who don't have good, pre- good good credit. So if you have bad credit and you buy a house, you get like a 1.75% discount on your your interest, and then if you have good credit, you pay one percent higher. Which Whack. is fucking stupid, gay. Wow, um,
1: it's uh, it's really stuff. It really sucks. <laughs> you so know? then, looking at like you know that a ten percent right, a nefarious ten percent uh interest rate, of course, is going to climb up a little bit. Uh, the median right, like the the middle sales price of a home. Uh, back in 1980, when it was almost 20 percent mortgage uh, interest, your value of the home was on average like 75 to like 80 thousand dollars. Right. Now Jump it's up. like 400 thousand dollar. Yeah, yeah. Same Jump house. up. Uh, like 2010s, during that recession, it actually didn't stay too bad. Uh, I know I had a housing development down the road for me started out, houses were selling. It wasn't finished. There's was a couple couple homes in the neighborhood. Um but they're just waiting for buyers before they built. Started at 140 to I think two thirty K or sorry, one one eighty to two thirty K. And then during the recession, it no no, no. okay. I've got this backwards. It was starting at like two forty to three hundred K. By the end of the you know recession, like a year and a half later, to two years, it had dropped down to like one hundred and forty to like two hundred k, so they dropped a hundred thousand dollars worth of value right. off the homes because of the recession. And uh, now, as anyone who's bought a home, unfortunately, in the last couple of years, median home price is just shy of five hundred thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. I so mean, uh, in
1: twenty ten, when you are sitting at two hundred and forty, we've doubled within ten years. I mean, a guy we used to work with. Um sold
0: his house. I mean, I had a lot of land, like it had like eleven acres. But it was a modular home on eleven acres. And he sold it for like six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Paid like two for, for a trailer. It. For a trailer. I mean it was a nice trailer. But you know the day, man. That's it's uh, end of the day it's still a trailer, you know? And, and we're uh, in Florida, bud. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's really sus. Uh six hundred and fifty thousand dollars sold it paid like 240
1: for it with 11 acres yeah every year you got to contend with that dice roll that you know 140 mile an hour winds don't come through and <coughs> pick up your 600,000 dollar shack and fling it into <laughs> the fucking <laughs> pond next door yeah <coughs> uh so
0: something uh, bezos backed <coughs> bezos backed real estate company mm-hmm. uh, i think it's open door
1: Okay,
0: or something. He's got something to do with that, right? And um, but they're on like a a buying spree for single family homes, like they're just buying them as soon as they can get them. Like crazy hungry hippos, <laughs> hungry hungry hippos, like motherfucker, you know. And uh, that's so they own it and then can rent it to you. Um, it's nuts, man, and. No, there's not a lot anybody can do about it except for if they have the money to buy, the, you know, houses and rent them out. You know, so me and you can't do nothing because no. we're broke as fuck.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> not a homeowner. I've been perpetually in the rental system. My mother, uh, throughout my whole life, perpetually in the rental system. All right, so she lived 40 years, never got to buy a house. Her situation was a little bit different. But even still, when I jumped in the Navy uh, back in 2010, I think I was at $28,000 a year. Right. Dirt. It's not a lot of money. Dirt to get shot at. Yeah. And uh, by the end of my tenure, I was making roughly $40,000. Uh, taxes were, were better for me being in the military. Yep. Um, so I was still walking out with like 1800 uh a paycheck or so. Um, and that was with BAH, basic housing allowance. So that's the only reason my paycheck was so big. Because mm-hmm. I remember my first couple of paychecks before I had BAH, little little semen McLeod, mm-hmm. I was uh, working with like eight hundred and sixty bucks, I think, a paycheck. I've had times
0: in my life where I only made three hundred dollars. Clear. It's fucking dismal. Yeah. So bad, dude. I mean, I still don't do very well. You know. <laughs> Um, trying trying though, so, yes,
1: so we can't afford. Patreon's
0: a thing, people
1: <laughs> <laughs> we We can't afford uh you know, a 10 percent interest Not on even. a 500,000 dollar home that, by and large is going to be a fucking trailer or a couple steps removed from a trailer. you know, Florida, we have a lot of cheap block homes built back in the '60s and '70s. They cost virtually nothing to make, but they're mm-hmm. blocked, so they've sat around and retained their value. Um, no, I have one of those. Gone up. That's what I have. Yeah. Insulation, not phenomenal. I mean, it's tolerable. Um, you don't have to it worry about mean. termite damage for the most part. We're pretty clear of that. But um, it does okay. I mean, it took the tree hit like a champ. And I still
0: live in it with the fucking caved in roof. So, Patreon's a thing, people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Long story short, the American dream is. Completely deficit of any sort of truth to it.
0: Yeah, American dream is not a thing anymore. I don't think it's uh, the American nightmare,
1: or at least it's getting there. Um, yeah, and and now all of that power, uh, like said before, has been shifted back over to huge corporations that their entire game is just buy up the real estate, buy up all of you know the potential equity, and so I guess one of these projects that uh we've stumbled onto is that Amazon is planning to buy up old commercial properties, uh, roughly 54 to like 62% of commercial properties Mm -hmm. are vacant.
0: Well, real quick, like Walmart's like leaving places like in droves because especially, uh, you know, high crime areas because of looting and, uh, massive losses. You know, yeah, they're it, claiming it, theft for a lot of it. I mean, it's kind of true because oh, it sure. it's definitely happening. But uh, nah, I used
1: to do it when I was a kid. Fuck, they're fuck just uh,
0: yeah, they're just losing money like crazy. So they're just leaving. And then these buildings are just sitting there. I mean, even here, dude, like where where the Wawa on 70 is mm-hmm. like over by Lockwood. Yeah, there used to be a Winn-Dixie there and uh, it went mm-hmm. vacant. And it sat there for years, like like 10 years, this building. Yeah. And then finally, they tore it down and built the Wawa. But there was just, there was a lot. I mean, you think about all these things from when we were young. Um, JCPenney. Yep. Um, Kmart. I worked at Kmart. Uh, down here, we had Eckerd's,
1: which got Eckerd's, bought out by CVS.
0: Eckerd's, yeah. Uh, Albertson's. All these huge fucking stores. Just giant money. And they're just gone. You know. They still have them in some places. But like Piggly, Piggly Wiggly used to be down here. It was like a grocery I store. I haven't seen one of those <laughs> since I was traveling to West Virginia. Like 10 you know, years ago. They're still over there. Uh, but they they just can't compete with the big stores. And <laughs> We kind of talked about this on another episode. But like Wawa, Racetrack. They're taking over the gas game, you know. 7-Eleven's, like, trying to hold in there, but... You're underdog. I mean, they're, you know, Hess. There was Hess stations everywhere. Fuck, I haven't they're, heard that name in a long time. They're the little, gone. Little Christmas Hess trucks used to get? <clears throat> yeah, they're just, like, not here anymore. Uh, there used to be Ponderosa restaurants was, like, the shit, and Shoney's. All these big-time restaurants, Gone. So, you see them everywhere on the side of the highway. I mean, there's just uh, just because they're too big to fail doesn't mean that they won't, you know. And then they're building and sitting. I mean, they, look at the fucking mall, you know, here mm-hmm. the uh, the Soto Square Mall, huge
1: property, empty,
0: yeah, nothing in there.
1: I I saw that uh back in 2010. We had a little mall over in Titusville, Florida, and uh, I think at the end of the day, there were, like, four shops there. One of them was a J. C. Penney's. One of them was a uh, Borders bookstore, little lemonade stand, and, like, just something else, fuck like, tax place or something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But they just shut the lights off at the other half of the fucking mall. Yeah. It's It was like it's apocalyptic. Literally, it's literally what happened at the,
0: at the DeSoto Mall. Because when I was a kid, like, the mall was the shit. Yeah. So you went there, hang out, fucking... You didn't even buy nothing. You were just there. Yep. Except the for shop, food, you bought out, food. Go to the theater. You bought food, you went to the Dollar Theater, skateboarded in the parking lot. Shit like that. Hang out with your friends. Massive droves of people. And they were there was nothing that wasn't a store, you know. And then slowly... That's contested space, it's and just, now you can't even like give this shit away. No, and now there's like foundation problems. Most likely,
1: what's going to happen? They're going to tear that down, build condos. Yeah, so I guess that's um one of the potential avenues that they're going to go is converting all of these old business uh, spaces, these commercial lots, into tiny homes. Sales. Right. Yeah. So sales is a more accurate word. Uh, Hong Kong, they've got rooms no bigger than this office, and they'll fit like two families in it. It is hardly even big enough for Ashley. But... Yeah, <laughs>
0: I need this whole room for myself.
1: Yeah, it's it's virtually <laughs> the size of a, a literal American prison cell, and uh, they'll they'll fit two or three families in there. They'll cage it off. Uh, it's horrifying, right? Horrific living conditions, like living quarters, one bathroom for the floor. You know what I mean? And, probably, uh, it's probably good. So That's how it is
0: in their fucking warehouses. You yeah, to, yeah. Potential
1: It's so big
0: that like people have to piss in bottles and shit because they can't make it to the bathroom that's on the other side. That's wild.
1: Um God's gotta stink in there. So <laughs> <laughs> we we have these like systemic issues of housing. And now the solution is just keep upending the citizen, right? Reduce all their rights, reduce all the freedoms keep giving power back to the corporations and the conglomerates and just reducing our our quality of life, you know, step by step by step by step. And I was thinking about it. I I did a thing, an altruistic thing the other night, uh, where there's like families that can post up on like Facebook for help and like some other uh, programs. So these groups, this was a local group, and I've done it a couple times before mom, couple kids, no money for food for the night, go get, you know, some food. Always wind up overspending. Or the original plan was go get like pizza for them. And then find out they have a baby. Uh dad's at work trying to hold it down, you know, mom's take care of the the um three kids and uh, a baby, so four kids total. And they're all young, like 6, 7 and younger. And uh so we uh, winn Dixie place an order for Domino's, get like four boxes of pizza, you know, make pizza for the dad. And buy up some little fruits, more healthy stuff. You know, I'm like no sugar added juices. Mm. um Lady said she's like, oh, you know, pizza would be great. I'm lactose intolerant, but I'll I'll push through. And I'm like, oh, come on, bitch! All right, so <laughs> go get some butter, go get some oat milk, get some like you know four for five rice aroni pastas and stuff. I'm like, listen, you can substitute the milk with this; it's fine. I do it all the time because um, I also I'm also lactose intolerant. So wind up spending like a hundred some bucks for this lady buying a bunch of food and. Paper towels, you know, things that don't seem to be a necessity until you need them. Like, paper towels are a luxury until they're a necessity. And uh, four kids, I can only imagine. So, yeah. run over there, dump the shit on her, uh, even bring, like, some lactate. You know what I mean? Just trying to make their <laughs> night. And uh, it's wild. I was I was driving down the street, and I was thinking about this problem. And they're in an old block home that's, you know, not well-kept. I mean, you you see the edifice of, like, a working man. There's, like, some tools outside and a ladder and stuff like that. So, like, you can tell they're drawing. They're just down on oh, their looks up. like my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but driving up and down the street, there's a couple empty lots. Fuck. Like, you think of the American dream and going, uh, approaching the problem of, like, freedom versus happiness. And I started to default my thought process down towards the happiness is the core component. So it's supposed to be. She might have a, a small little yard, but like, hey, what is that costing her? Would she be better off in, in an apartment? Not hopefully not my apartment. She hopefully should live upstairs because I've got a seven-year-old up there that is half Tyrannosaurus Rex. She fucking stomps around all night, but uh, plays Katy Perry. Mm. Um, so we jam sometimes. But uh, if this were to come to fruition, this Amazon housing thing. Push that back towards company, privatize housing. I think that there's a market for it, and that's scary because you could take. We have apartment complexes with nice little parks, dog walk park, pool, little uh, weight room. They just want to take all of that land and condense it down into a a smaller form factor. Super smart. It's good good plan on their part. There is ways to be really egalitarian about this uh there was a pilot program and i talked about an episode before where they had a aquaculture farm in florida uh, one of our colleges started this up and what was proprietary about it was not the idea but the like software and systems that they used so during the day windows would open it would vent out air you know a setting so much sunlight towards the plants and everything else so you had like a fish farm that was creating water with nitrides to feed the plants and the plants were you know soil and stuff were going back to the water so like self-contained system super cool that's something that they could do you've seen in some uh cities they do like green spaces you know the city planners pr- uh plan for that and then they've got like those carpets of uh greenery like different plants on the side of skyscrapers Usually, you've seen it over in like Asia, you know mm. they'll like greenify or they'll put um little yeah, yeah, parks yeah. and gardens on the top of buildings and shit, so wow, okay, thinking through this, it's very feasible that you do have self contained little cities, you know little Amazon townships with their own fucking zip code. you've got everyone living in these old uh department stores converted into apart like department stores converted into apartment homes inside. Department homes. Yeah, apartment homes. No, de- and, uh, department homes. Yeah, de- <laughs> deportment <laughs> homes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, the amount of land you save by that. And go down to the apartment store. Yeah, right. And you know, then you'd be at Amazon. you get same day delivery because you're in an Amazon distribution center slash apartment complex. It'd probably make you work. You've got your little indoor park. You know, you've got. You live here for free if you just. Right. Do it'd, some it'd, delivery. you become a new age indentured servitude.
0: Pretty much. And that's where we're headed.
1: I don't know how that's gonna work with like housing rights. We're gonna have to reformat everything that we thought we knew. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean I don't know how, but yeah.
1: At the end of the day, right, you you might be happy. Maybe you can if you're especially if you're working with Amazon, you're seeing some of your employees, you're building up relationships, boom, now you live, you know, three doors down from uh from your uh like the band employee <laughs> uh three doors down, four floors up, and uh you know three pay scales apart and from, half past dead yeah from your uh your manager your floor manager or whatever um but you could have this like self contained relatively easy hopefully cheaper lifestyle, but I mean, at the expense of all of your personal freedoms right there's no yeah. home there's no mocking your dog there's no Go outside playing the sprinklers right um uh, i mean like
0: tiny homes is like a giant thing because it costs so much to have a house you know and amazon sells tiny homes, <laughs> so it's a whole thing you know and they're extremely interested in the way things are going because it affects their company you know and that's smart that's what they should do but They're expanding (laughs) very quickly. I forget what state it's in, but there's a, they're building one in Crystal City, somewhere. Anyway, uh, it's like a small town that's like stuck in the 90s, you know, and uh, the people there are mostly like Latin people, Spanish people, you know, they, they work sometimes two, three jobs and. The place hasn't changed in in 20 years, and uh, now they're building this Amazon, um, and people are, like, worried about, because I doubt, seriously, that they're going to hire new people. Some, probably, but most people are going to, like, move, you know?
1: Well, if it's the 90s, then (laughs) their kids are inheriting that economy.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying the town hasn't changed, but now you put in this big... Corporation, and they're going to need housing for their employees because a lot of people are going to move to work there. Um, Happens all the time, and they're not going to hire new people from that town. I mean, maybe a few, but not a lot. And they don't—they don't. Most of them don't speak English, so that's a thing. Uh, So they're worried about like basically getting pushed out, you know, of their house and. Amazon actually bought their building. And we're like, oh no, we're not going to kick you out. We're going to make sure that the rent stays the same. Okay. You know, really? You bought the building, but you're going to let us live in it, and we don't work for you? Sounds a little fishy to me. Most likely going to be like, oh, hey, uh, we need your house for our people. Get the fuck out. But, it is what it is. I mean... You know, it sucks, but you can't stay in the 90s forever, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, so we've got the uh, the Amazon Housing Equity Fund. Not to be confused, confused with the Equity Unlocker project. Right, right. right. Uh, so this is basically their own other home loan system uh, with low-rate loans, quote-unquote, uh, grants and partnerships with local governments and non-profit agencies, Amazon is working to address the national housing affordability challenges starting in our hometown communities. Alright, uh, so with this, they've basically in one of their pilot projects over in uh, Puget Sound, Washington, they... It's a terrible name. Yeah. Puget. They, uh, <laughs> they renovated one of their like distribution centers, basically. Um, and they allow low-income, you know, at-risk people to live there in the corporate office, in this distribution center. Like, the first couple floors are dedicated to housing. So it's already started? This is already done. Oh,
0: fuck. Yeah. Do you really think that, like, this whole equity... What was the first one? Where they the, get you the stocks? Uh,
1: equity unlocker.
0: Do you really think that they're not making any money off of that on the backside?
1: Any Anything they do is going to be making money. Off their of their claim,
0: own employee. Their claim. They're paying you dirt. Right. Their claim. <laughs> and then they're making money off of you, like 1% off of your interest.
1: Amazon's efforts in the Puget Sound region have already begun to net positive results. In Bellevue, Washington alone, we've increased the restricted affordable housing stock by approximately 20% as of August 2022. Those who currently live in Bellevue or paying prevailing rates will experience up to a 30% reduction in the rent-to-income ratio when they move into a home supported by the Amazon Fund. These savings, which were previously going to rent, can now go to other basic needs like savings, education, or healthcare. Or Amazon products. These units Does also Does it say provide, that? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, these oh, units shit. will also provide low to moderate income families who are currently commute to work in Bellevue an opportunity to live closer to their work. So that's what it is. You I take thought these, it said that for sure. I was like, sure.
0: damn, they're gangsters <laughs> Fuck, like just spend all you your money. These, you save
1: on our shit. With these low at risk, uh, you know, oh, low shit. income moderate income families, and you put them. In the Amazon facility. It's only natural the migration happens that they're going to, you know, start working for Amazon. And then it it literally becomes that you're working for your boss slash landlord. Don't suck. Uh, they're pushing over to Arlington, Virginia in Washington, D.C. region. Nashville, Tennessee. Oh. So this isn't too Bradenton, far. Florida. It's, it's coming <laughs> for you. Yeah, Florida is one of the uh, the few states. It's like uh, Washington, New York, and Florida are uh, some of the first projects for that home equity unlocker. So mm. we've got the distributions that are down the road from us. So that's going to be one of the first. Yeah, you know
0: you areas. know what that was before? Empty land. It wasn't empty. A little cattle. It was a farm somebody owned for like decades.
1: They literally had, uh, I used to drive by it.
0: You couldn't see time. it from the you couldn't see it from the it, Yeah,
1: it was it was shrouded by trees. You could get like a glimpse of the home, but they had this old tower there, the stone tower. Which I don't was know awesome. what it was, I would have given my left arm to be able to just explore that, like an urban explorer. Yeah. But you know, that's a piece of cultural history. Uh, it was uh out the window. I believe that was like a big ass fireplace. It was just
0: square, right?
1: Uh, I think it was cylindrical. It looked like Rapunzel was about to drop her fucking weave right out the side.
0: It was an old ass house. Like, um, I don't even know how old. It was like 200 years old or some shit. Uh, slave era. (laughs) But it had a big, giant, uh, stone fireplace. And it was a two-story house, so it was fucking huge, you know? So it was probably the chimney actually went back there when they started clearing it cuz uh that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all kinds of cool, man. There was all kinds of shit back there. Um Yeah, but uh, it was a old ass farmhouse that was in somebody's family for decades and then they sold it because Amazon's got billions of dollars. You know, so it happened.
1: Yeah, so uh let us know, would you be comfortable moving into one of these uh, domiciles no. owned, operated by Amazon or a no. number of other, you know, parent companies that are working similarly? Dave coming? would. Dave wants to be a Borg. He would be a Borg in the Amazon, the Amazon Borg.
0: <laughs> like a yeah, little, and that was little, the little smiley face. On that was chin. the question that
1: posed to me because I, I found it really alluring of if they... Does that it.
0: mean that you found it like good?
1: Yeah, yeah. If if they did it right, right? Mm-hmm. And you had these little indoor parks and you had some little boutiques uh, available to you. So you basically you any, never go outside and get any sun. Right, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. This is the foundation of um, cyberpunk. This is the foundation of Blade Runner. Sounds it's like, terrible. This is how the, the mega cities, the metropolises start. Yeah, and those were all dystopian-ass, terrible fucking realities. <laughs> sure, dystopian. You know, you've got your, like... Your fog, you know, fifth element style, there's like this fog layer for the first like 50 levels of housing that you can't see through, and that's where like all the scum and villainy happen. Um, I it's gonna take a long time before we develop mega structures like that if if we ever make it that far, but I don't uh, think we could in Florida. No, not in Florida, the whole place is sinking, yeah, <laughs> and it's Miami sinking like a half inch a year, it's awesome, <laughs> which means Fuck that Miami, yeah, uh not not great like they're experiencing a, a venetian crisis um i
0: mean florida was underwater you know long ass time ago so
1: yeah the Times, destined to happen again. they are a changing uh but i think if all of your basic life necessities were met if this program pushed people to be more communal i think that a lot of us would fall prey to that like false promise like this will become the new american dream
0: i think uh that it would be somewhat like demolition, man. Like nobody touches each other. Shit like that. They're like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I mean, it's not like terrible, but it ain't good either. No. it's Because then, you know, the negative, because I'm always the negative. Yeah. It's it's an
1: illusion for sure. They're pulling like a sleight of hand, right? Yeah. we will give you higher wages over here. Right? We're right. increasing the property value over here. But look, it's cheaper, and you're closer to everyone, and all of your friends, and all of your necessities. Yeah. Just live here, and forget that we're absolutely raping you on the back end over here. Well, then,
0: the way my mind works is, like, if you have this little indoor thing, you never go outside. You don't even know what the fuck's happening outside of that community, you know? So they can be doing whatever the fuck they want out there, you know? They can be... Drilling and and tearing up the whole world, and like the whole world's burning outside your little fucking place. you yeah, like Wally. Reduce your view to four walls for as long as they can. There's some kind of movie where the dude's in like a. I haven't watched it yet, but he's in like a pod, like a little living space, and they say that the air is poisoned or something, and it turns out that it's not. I forget what the name of it is, but yeah, he like lives in this little contained room, never goes outside, talks with the computer only, isolation chamber kind of thing, serious, something like that, and then, like, being the, the mind that I am, you know, they could just lock you down, you know, you could just be out there shopping in your little Amazon world that's contained in this building, and then they're like, oh, there's an emergency, you have to lock down for six months. Well, you don't know if it's real because you can't see outside. So, they just lock you the fuck down, and then you're paying them to live at their house and you're working for them. So, in, in theory, you're not really making any money.
1: Yeah, I'm. It's almost what they did in China uh, during yeah. COVID. Had an apartment complex burnt down because they literally locked and everyone locked inside. Yeah, see? And then,
0: like. What if they have to make room for their other employees? Then they just gas chamber your ass, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, and I'm good. That purchase from Amazon, yeah, right from the stock. Right? They get they deliver your Amazon package. You open it and it's anthrax. <laughs> like what the fuck? You know, I uh, I ain't with that shit.
1: There's a is a really interesting movie called Old Boy, on on kind of on this topic. It's a Korean film, but this guy wound up. uh upsetting this, like, Yakuza-esque figure. And he winds up kidnapping him and locking him in, like, a hotel room. And every night he gets gassed and, like, goes to sleep. They, like, clean the room. They fucking trim his toenails. They give him a bath. And whatever they have to do, put food out. And then he wakes up in the morning the next day. And all these guys... It's just a hotel room. It's all blocked in. There's no window. He just has a TV. And he's stuck there for, I think, like 20 years. And then one day... They just let him go. So they just like sleeping gas his ass? Yeah. Knock him out? Yep. Wow. For 20 years they do this. Super cool film. Uh, I'm not going to give away like the plot uh, beyond that. Seems, just, like if, uh, seems like
0: if you didn't like see yourself aging, you wouldn't even know that it was a different day.
1: Yeah, correct. I don't think he had a mirror or anything in there.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, it was. It was That's wild. fucking terrible. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> wild.
1: And then they let him go, and then he comes out, and everything's different. Uh, Yes. It, it's like a action revenge kind of noir mystery kind of deal. But he watched TV so much that he started, like, learning kung fu and shit from TV. Since he watched the same action movies for, like, 20 fucking years nonstop, he just had all this random information mm. from, like, infomercials. And so he, like, inadvertently became pretty smart, like, trained in kung fu, even right. though he had never done it before. But he just had programmed himself from watching it. Right. It's kind of like what they're doing to us. They're just programming us, only showing us this one little TV, blocking off our view and our access to what's yeah, really we're going not on. allowed
0: to watch Kung Fu movies, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, like a, don't give them any kind of thing where they can be smarter or faster or stronger. Yeah, don't think you're going to watch Ip Man four they're times back-to-back. Back. They're going <laughs> to put fucking TikTok on. And then going uh, put you, you in there
0: and put TikTok on.
1: Fucking watch Ip Man back-to-back back four times, I'm going to try to beat up the guys at the Haji <laughs> Station. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, they'll just put you in the room, put TikTok on, make you dumb as fuck, and then let you go.
1: That's uh, it's about the story. So, it's here. It's coming. Um, what do you make, have to say about uh, Blackstone? Is there any other alternate information or uh, expound upon their involvement?
0: Oh, they're uh, stealing your pension.
1: Newest to me, I don't have a pension, but if I did, they'd, no, they'd be in it.
0: Yeah, they'd be in it. So, they're like, I don't know how it works exactly, but they're like... Raising money off of your pension and then buying your house. Some kind of way. I, mean, I don't understand it, so I can't explain it. But
1: Well, I mean, if they had all of your pension money in a private fund, which they're not supposed to do. Pretty interest, sure that's yeah, illegal that's as fuck, illegal as fuck. Then but they're, they're gaining interest off of that to turn right back around and yeah, buy your foreclosed home. That's probably what's
0: happening. Um, they're uh, way smarter and got way more money than we do. But... I mean, if you are able when the, when the, I mean, if I had the money, I would do it, you know, um, if you're able we can, you, you can do it. We can fight against it, but you have to have the money, you know? So he said, if I had it, I would do it, but you can like when, the when the bubble pops go out, and start buying property, you know, and then you can rent it out because it's, way cheaper now. You buy houses for foreclosure rates, you know, $50,000 or whatever. Your uh, house payment's only like 500 bucks. So, you could rent it for 800 bucks. Still make money. Yeah. You know, and then somebody now is having a better quality of life because their rent's not $1,500. You know, so
1: Yeah, we've we've got to like end mass pull back real estate from these trusts needs to come back to the people
0: Yeah, Um, you think about house flipping like you guys were going to do house flipping and all that shit well that's just buying and selling correct most likely going to sell it to blackstone if you keep it and you're able to keep it and rent it and yeah you're a landlord your generational wealth
1: well see the the issue is that so many people Had lost their jobs and selling their home was like the quickest, easiest way to get money. And of course, they take these full cash deal offers from these trusts. Problem is, like we shot ourselves in the foot. You know, citizens versus you know corporations. Uh, We gave them the power because we needed the money right away. Versus holding out, losing money, losing time to give it to an a normal person, right? An actual family who has the need for that uh house. And so once you've given it to the trust, they're just selling or renting it back to you at don't, an don't exorbitant trust,
0: price. Don't trust the trust.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. But just, I mean start labeling them distrusts.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Um if you could do it, you had the money or you have a group of people that can do it something somehow. Yeah. buy some houses. Like, when I was young, I had this, like, vision of, I'm going to buy a duplex, right? I'm going to live in one side, rent out the other side, and then that side will pay for my side. It's a good idea, but I could never do it because I never had the money to do it, yeah. but,
1: you know. No, we, uh, it sucks, but because of the pandemic and how the economy turned, we gave up. So much, and the responsibility. Wonder s- why? Still, it, but it still lies on us, right? Like we have the power to make the change, but we also have to make that sacrifice to make things better.
0: I mean, why do you think that happened?
1: Well, I mean, money, like the bottom dollar, uh bottom line is the bottom dollar, and I'm we a, wanted the dollar.
0: I'm a conspiracy person, so I'm like, let's see, how do we get this stuff away from? It? Let's release this fucking virus on them. Lock them down. No money, then we can have all their shit, and then they have to pay us forever
1: most likely but well, yeah it it's a shame it's um, a theory I know there's there's been some talk and I've even you know tossed around the idea is that communal lands you know what I mean, if you have the property instead of trying to set that out uh for one home right that's eventually going to be bought back by the banks or whatever. You split that, you have multiple homes on a single lot for friends and family, right? You protect that. Like, we're probably going to have to see a communal shift, you know, back to maybe not even the nuclear unit, but people you trust, lifelong friends, yeah, family with, you know, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, whatever. Um, bring that power back to us. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Let these empty lots sit and let these old homes go to waste and get taxed, you know, that the corporations are holding on to. If you can have, if you have the means, right, you don't have to live super luxuriously, but the quality of life that you'd gain from being able to have, you know, your family and your friends close, know, that they're safe. They're, you know, their house isn't going to be at risk of foreclosure. There's plenty of land around here uh, in particular where they have large lots, you know what I mean? It's undeveloped, it'll take some work. But I think the net trade-off, the value of your life experience is going to far exceed the value that you might get from in turn selling that out to, you know, some other trust or corporation. But that's that's on us. That's something that we have to manifest because it's not going to be given to us. No. At every turn, you know, rights, assets, wealth is are being stolen from us. Um, broad daylight yeah just walking up and taking candy right out of the baby's mouth yeah, slapping like, the mom slapping the way the out the shit
0: out of the baby too like <laughs> fuck
1: you baby this is my candy
0: do something bitch
1: so we really have to you know organize we we have to plan in for this uh, not let you know fear consume us because that's the primary weapon by which you know governments and uh, ec- economies control the people but you have to look forward and through all the bullshit and see what realistic options are available to you. What's going to net us our communally like the citizen, your, your friend, your brother, your sister, your mother, uh, a better quality of life because it sure as fuck isn't going to be. in the first four floors of an Amazon distribution center <laughs> where you can smell, you know, the farts from the guy next door through your air vent.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean, if I had a bunch of money, I would buy a shitload of land somewhere and then turn it into like my pepper community compound. Which probably would be called some kind of cult and then raided by the FBI. <laughs> but hey <laughs> It's just I would, a thought. I would try. I would try. Uh, anyway, uh yeah, you know, pay attention. Main thing. Don't just TikTok and have yeah, no thought.
1: Don't be sold the lie, because at the end of the day, that's that's all it is. It's a massive sleight of hand. They a uh, big lie. They they stole the rug right out from under us, and uh, it's up to us to put it back in place.
0: It sure is. On that note, cue the music.